Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. I was muted. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Red Wings Right, where tirades and passion pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. I, uh, yeah, and so for, you know, the YouTubers, you guys are going to see I was trying to be all angry. Um, and I failed at that. Uh, I'm sorry. YouTubers okay. will see that. Podcasters have only heard this. Yeah, I like uh, an ode to uh, Tim Robinson's Jelly Bean character. I like that a lot. <laughs> and I never talk. <laughs> but yeah welcome man this is hot we got a hot red wings team and they got screwed yesterday but uh they still look pretty good a lot of fight a lot of fight a lot of goals matt my god how many years in a row do we talk about 2.9 goals a game and now they're peppering them in peppering yeah i i mean honestly um i know i know there's some things that happened last night and it's it's um it's something we do want to get into uh, with uh, throwing your stick out of the ice or throwing your stick at the puck. But we've also missed the first two weeks of hockey. So let, let's back up, right? Let's take this from a macro perspective. Um, Red Wings were losing this game, and that power play is so goddamn strong. It just brought them right back. But it's it's not right. It's not it's not just that. But if you guys let's do this real quick. Yeah. Um, I threw into the chat. I'm going to share this right now so you can type it in if you're watching this later. Throw it in the chat again. Guys, go join that Discord. There's like five of us in there. Get Ooh, get on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Ketzel throwing in their five goal average is nasty. nasty. Filthy dirty. Talk about how nasty it is in that Discord. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, guys, go join that. But, um, I mean, Debrinket, right? Uh, Jared threw in there. I think uh, Debrinket has a tum tum. His tum tum hurts. So he's better going... get better because I'm going to that game tomorrow, and Matt's going with me. Yeah, we're we're going to the game. So Debrinket, uh, better get that diarrhea sorted out because yeah, uh, eat a banana or something, man. What are you doing? Yeah, come on, man. What the hell. 
I can hear my son screaming for me right now, just going, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble with my wife. Um, Mike. Yeah. There's so, I mean, there's so many like broad topics we can take here. Um, I think, I think the easy one is just to say like, we were asking for finishing. You were, you're right. Like how many times we've been looking at this 2.9 goals per game and just saying like, God, this is, <laughs> fucking terrible and and to the point too like we used to just play these games where it was like all right nobody get a shot on net because we can't we can't do anything and and now we're actually in a position right now where we're just hoping like okay let's just get that power play on the ice and then uh to bring it will you know to bring it larkin they'll get us back in it and and it'll be fine and uh forget the wins uh because that is nice but just from like a competitive standpoint, it's one thing, Mike. And this is this. Let's rewind the clock a couple weeks to when we had our "Do we want to be the Seattle Kraken?" conversation. Like, there's a way that, uh, and don't get me wrong, the Kraken actually had a pretty good shooting percentage, and everybody was scoring. Yeah. Um, so I don't necessarily want to get deep into how the Kraken had success but there's ways that teams have like snuck into the playoffs and it is boring as hell and they strategize a way to be successful for the team that they have and they again limit scoring chances maybe their goaltending send them to another level yeah this is not that this is i mean if anything we've had some some pretty below average goaltending from Huso so far like i i I mean, it is the average is like nine oh five, and he's at eight ninety seven. So it's legit below average. Yeah, I think that you could ask uh, a <laughs> lot more of our defense for sure. Um, and we would uh, we went into the season expecting that, right? But we absolutely did not expect this insane production from. I mean, Mike, we're we're two weeks removed from saying like thirty five goals is fine. It's fine, and now he's leading the league. And goals. What is he at? He's at like eight goals now. And it, it's just, I mean, now the demand, I don't know. The demand for me is like, well, yeah, 40 goals are like, you know, what happened between now and <laughs> game 82. But, I, yeah. you know, this, this is just, um, I don't know. From a broad I mean, perspective. He's, he's basically on an 80 goal pace, which obviously not sustainable. Uh, but, you know, it it's not just him. Uh, we could look at, you know, uh, the ghost bear. Cause my God, Matt, what a revelation that guy's been. Um, I, I'm just not used to seeing it's, it's been a long time. Remember we used to say that, uh, uh, Mike green was our guy, uh, quarterbacking, you know, uh, the power Ugh. play for the defense and the ghost bear. He's like, no, 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 no. Actually it looks like this. And he actually scoring goals. Um, and being a, a pretty, pretty important part of this team so far. Um, and I know, like, Debrinkin is the easy love uh, because he looks like we have an actual goal-scoring superstar. But, I man, I don't know how the rest of the NHL just said, Ghost Bear, nah, we're good. And he, you know, just came over to Detroit um, on, a, on a bargain from, you know, what he's produced so far. So, yeah, that's the guy I'm most excited about for sure. Well, like, how many times did we say, too, like, yeah, you could bring in these guys that are specialists on one side and you you have a coach behind the bench. Right. Like we said, like bring in some finishing. Put these guys in the position to succeed. And Ghost Bear is just I mean, I I, I remember I, I was wrong. 
I wanted to split up Cider and Ghost Bear. I was like, no, no, they they let each one of them quarterback. And um, putting Ghost Bear on the flank, oh my God. Uh, it's it's amazing. The cross-ice passes. I, I made a comment yesterday on Twitter of like, how many goddamn one-timers have we seen so far this season? I, and I you know, put out an arbitrary 600% increase. Um, yeah. But that's something I feel like when we watch the playoffs. And th- this is this is kind of where I'm going with this. But like, we watch the playoffs. And you're watching the lightning just go back, you know, like across the ice uh, with these one timer passes. And it's just something that has not been a part of our game at all uh, for quite a while. Yeah, there's a huge difference between puck control on a power play and then like pressure on a power play, which mm -hmm. is what we have this year. And previous years, it's like, well, we have the puck. Yeah, but we're on the boards. There's no threat of a shot. Even if you did get a shot, it's on a terrible angle. These are all like high pressure situations. Um, where the penalty kill for the other team is like on their heels. Um, and my God, we just have guys who feels like they could score from any side of that ice. Yeah. I, I, there's so many great things going on, but I, I want to hear from, uh, everybody that's come aboard today. Um, well, Matt, for the record, we do have a few comments. Uh, Fritz823, welcome aboard, uh, asking, are we saying Ghost Bear as a nickname or just saying his name wrong? We know. Ghost Bear is a nickname. It's Ghost Bear. <laughs> Jesus, come on. Where where is that? Where's Fritz? It's Fritz. Yeah, he's in there. Um, yeah. Pff. Curtis with a uh, uh, Fritz. Uh, a nice roast, saying, "Ooh, looks like Matt found the Zoom button. You are a lot closer today, Matt." Yeah, I. Um, the setup's different. Nobody can. No, you you don't like talking about. The... Nobody likes how the sausage is made. Yeah, but we can roast you real quick. And then right, uh, Dan thanks. B had a receipt he's been saving for this episode. Someone in the chat before season said it's supposed to be a sneaky good pickup. I wish I knew who. Hmm? <laughs> I know I was pretty excited, Dan. And I know you were too, buddy. You definitely yeah. were. I, I I think I think this group of of like this this group here, we were all pretty happy with that. And this we we crop. all it came with the asterisk. Crop, the Red Wing yeah. fans. Yeah. It came with the asterisk of like, let's make sure that he's in the right position to succeed. And he absolutely is. Yeah. If you sign, if you sign, oh, sorry, Fritz, if you sign Goss Despair, uh, you gotta make sure he's not, you know, you have a face off in the defensive zone. Get his ass off the ice. And that is exactly that is, I mean, to a T, that is exactly. Halalan has been putting him out there. At least the last I I checked the stats. Um, I don't know how things have changed uh, the last two games. I haven't checked it, uh, but I saw it that one time, and I was like, okay, cool. I can say this on the show now. But that's what you got to do. And even if it wasn't that, yeah, focus on the focus on the power play. Just let him be there. I don't care. Give him give him six minutes a night. But if it's six minutes on the flank on the power play, oh my god, does he look yeah. so good? You know, uh, Fethdar, yeah. Um, and Blake, he kind of has a receipt coming my way. Uh, Valeno should have five goals right now. That's how good this has been. Even Valeno looks like a, a goal scorer, Matt. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd given up. So I'm going to throw Fethdar's uh, comment out there. This Debrinket guy is pretty good. So Valeno <laughs> and Debrinket are both carrying uh, like a 40% shooting percentage right now which is always the percent we made fun of uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, like when he had his hot start a couple seasons ago. And we we're like, well, yep. he can't 
keep this going. So we know we know Debrinkit's uh, shooting percentage is going to come down. Certainly, we know Joe Valeno's shooting percentage is going to come down. <laughs> um, it's just right. Like we don't want to make this a downer of an episode um, to start talking about how this starts to even out, but it's a lot of points for Debrinkit. But we've also, like I already mentioned, our starting goaltender hasn't been super great. So you'd like to hope that it's going to even out in that direction. And when you go up and down this lineup, so we have um, what we have up right now for the YouTube uh, viewers, but podcasters, uh, I'll just sort of explain it to you here. Um, obviously, Larkin and Brinkett at the top of our point scoring. So what you got to do is find like who is going to keep the scoring going, right? If Brinkett has a couple of off nights, who's going to get this ball rolling? Uh, Right now, Lucas Rabin's sitting at one goal. There's a guy, easy peasy, has had some shots ring off the post, you know, as we saw last night in overtime. He could have two goals right now, and the Red Wings would be on a six-game winning streak. Um, kind of think Cops got a little too many right now. Uh, Comfort could do with one. Uh, we could grab another goal uh, from what one of these Snyder? defensemen. Yeah. But yes, yeah, that is a fantastic one. And uh, Cider, surprisingly, too. I, I feel like we're giving a lot of props to, to Larkin, to Brinkett. Uh, I mean, all deserved, Gostas Bear. But I, I feel like just kind of sneak it in there. Cider at a point-per-game pace. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, like, I know he's been able to pull in multiple points before over multiple games. Um, but, you know, over seven games at seven points, I feel like this is the first time we're looking at like, an extended amount of games and seeing cider perform it uh or production wise be at this high of a level because we know we know he can carry a defensive pairing uh when it comes to like having to drag around uh a bench rat who's doing doing much better this year uh i will add that as well um but yeah we know we know cider's gonna be cider as a two-way defenseman quarterbacking the power play but it's just not his game to just bring in apples Put the puck behind, uh, you know, hit the back of the net. <laughs> One of my I still ones. think about that being uh, like testicles. Yeah, like he comes to the rink, brings his apples, you know, and could go. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, but Jared throwing but it. it he, okay, he threw in another rib at your expense, Matt. Uh, Matt tells people to join Discord, proceeds to ignore it. But I did want to throw in Jared saying, I knew Hall wasn't as bad as Toronto made him out to be, but uh, color Jared impressed. That's one I'm really looking at to see bottom out. I mean, we keep talking about his plus minus is my problem. And I thought we decided that stat didn't matter anymore. So I'm, I'm, I'm worried about that one. Uh, sort of circling that is like, you know what? That's fine. <coughs> Your third pairing guy is playing amazing right now. And we're looking at someone who may bottom out in a, in a few games here or even in the next game. Um, if I'm circling him, certainly I'm doing it with a pencil. Uh, but also it's fine. It's third pairing guy. So it's okay. And I think that's great. Um, so it's just, it's one of those things. Like I'm, I'm still sort of expecting it, but I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Um, and then just one more, cause you know, I just want to get a few name drops out here. Um, Ketzel saying Raymond looking for a new, uh, new hockey stick. Um, 
And if my voice goes, I'm sorry. I'm still getting over some uh, some sickness over here. <coughs> well, Fetter thrown in. I like Sprong and a healthy Fabry would help. Um, yeah, I'm curious if Debrinkit doesn't go, um, who we get tomorrow. Does that mean that is it Fisher and Costin are the guarantees? I guess it. Or do we get a shot I mean, at Beargren? Oh, Beargren. So you can have play... double bears. Bergen played in the last game. Um so I right? Uh so I gotta figure he's he's in there. But if you're if you're losing to Brinkett, I don't know if you're where else you could look to fill out this lineup that is currently in it and played in the last game and is healthy. Um I could think of a six foot nine guy that could uh, bring in for a cameo tomorrow since I'll be in the house. But yeah, uh, I was, was kind of thinking in that direction too, but I know we're not going to get that. So it's <laughs> like, you're just going to build a first line of like Perron, Larkin and, and Raymond, which is um, not, not my favorite. Uh, quite as exciting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I literally would have taken illness from any other Red Wing. I just wanted to see to bring it in person. That's all I wanted. I'll say this, that my comment I made at the beginning of the season was a playoff team has Perron on the third line and these first two lines have played so well. Like the second line has identified itself as like this first line stopper comfort cop and Rasmussen. Give us the first slide. We got them. They're telling that narrative during games now. Um, so you get to push Perron down to the third line. That's a name where I, we're trying to identify like where the goal's going to come from Perron has the two goals also both of his goals right now are game winning goals pretty cool so he's scoring when it matters too um the crafty veteran and that's god damn it that's what it's always been about with Perron with me like i've always been like oh my god yeah i don't want to trade him i want him yeah. on my team but that's where again you know if debrinket has diarrhea if He's the shooting percentage is going to start to drop. Where are the goals going to come from? Yeah. And the point of me bringing all this up is it's just I'm I'm building confidence in, in this lineup, at least with with what we've seen through, you know, not one game, not two games through seven games. Yeah. I'm I'm seeing some spaces here where we can make up the goal scoring. No problem. And I don't even know if we mentioned Sprong yet. Who uh, where's he at right now? I'm I'm gonna say only. I'm attaching only to this, but only two goals. He's got five points, which is a lot for a guy who's playing bottom six, but only two goals. And this guy, we've seen him rip it all the way through the preseason. And I, I don't just mean like this isn't uh no, his two goals so far, what's funny, I feel like they're you know, Chris Draper off the teeth <coughs> kind of goals. <Yeah. laughs> if we all remember uh Draper's off the teeth against the Dallas Stars. But um no, these uh, th those were his first two goals with us this season. I, I remember like people tweeting like, "Oh my god, I knew Sprung was going to be this good," and then it's like, "No, it just it accidentally went in." Did you see Sprung's face? So what we haven't gotten yet is Sprung ripping one in with one of his shots, like we saw in the preseason. So that still has to come. And I again, the only thing I'm saying here, I think the whole point I'm coming to was that I think you absolutely have to expect. Debrinket's shooting percentage to come down thousand percent Joe Valeno not coming down a thousand percent but a thousand percent it will come down um might come down a thousand percent I uh you know I didn't think Joe was gonna score four goals this season so I'm pretty impressed that he's got four already here very um, true 
But and yeah, Prince, I th- Crimson Shadow coming to my aid saying the fact Felino has four was not on uh, my bingo card. That's a good one. <laughs> good one, Crimson. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I think I think right now we get to see all these good things happening and we can tie these threads of like, oh, there's still there's still a lot of guys that could put some pucks in the back of the net who haven't done that yet. So the hockey gods have their plans of uh, what's going on for the wingdings. Um, and we've outscored teams quite a bit too. What are we at? Like plus 14 right now in the goal differential. Yep. We don't, we don't need to lead the league in goal differential. So yeah, the goals can come back. You know, we can, we can have that shooting percentage for the full team come down and still find some wins here. I just, there, there's a lot to like here. There's a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of um, things that we could see do worse than they are doing right now but so many different spots where we haven't seen them even come close to what we believe their average would be for the rest of the season production wise. So I, I just, guys, I think the conclusion I'm coming to. Maybe that playoff percentage likelihood isn't zero. Correct. Maybe we can be the Kraken just like Matt always wanted. Yay. Um, but we wouldn't be sneaking in, right? We are we are like kicking the shit out of people right now. Yeah, we are playing really well. Uh, but also, I want to throw in Dan B, um, because I also get to pat you and I on the back. Um, he's saying it's interesting how things work out when you slot guys at the right level. So he's kind of he's piggybacking off of you know a playoff team would have Perron on the third or fourth line, and we've been saying this for years. Like it's not that we had bad players; it's just that they're not in the roles that they should be in. You know, we had a lot of guys who should be in the, you know, middle or the bottom six, and they were, you know, getting 20-ish minutes a game on the top line, second line, and this team just looks so much better when they have actual leaders on the first line and guys on the second and third line who should be in those roles. Same thing with those defensive pairings, too. Like, talk about depending on Sherratt on the first pairing. And it's not really amazing top to bottom, but like going back to Jared's comment before about, you know, we just have Hall at a better space right now where, I mean, we have guys that can eat up if we needed to cider could eat up 30 minutes in a game. No problem. And Hall is going to be in these selected positions where now we're seeing him. I mean, moving the puck extremely well too. And if that's what we're doing, like top to bottom uh, with the defensive pairings is just trying to figure out, you know, maybe Cider, we see he's, uh, you know, minus three right now. Maybe he does get a bulk of of his workload. It's just going to be in the defensive zone. Cool. That's where we trust him. No problem. And then these other guys will just, sure, they'll be in position to put more points on the board. We'll be very happy with their production and they'll look really good on even the advanced stats because of the choices that Lalone is making for when they're on the ice. But that's always been the option. So why not take advantage of that? So, yeah, I, I love that comment uh, from you, Dan, putting guys in, in the right. Not a, not only like at the right level, like the right line. Let's, let's I, I, I like it, too. Like these are the guys that Lalone has to ice a team. And he's got to put them out there for success. It can't just be this. I and I don't know if any coach has ever said this, but Mike, I know you and I like grew up like hearing this, um, you know, from other sports fans that were around us as we were growing up as children to teens to adults. But uh-huh. oh, you, you got to play them. You're paying them that much money. You got to play them. And I just don't like for sure. 
Sherratt is on the ice. Um, but, you know, you're not like going out of your way to give him 30 minutes a night. You're using him in the right way. Oh, yeah, even Costas Bear. He's up there, too, when it comes to the defensemen that are getting paid right now. Well, put him in the position to succeed. You pay you're paying right now to have these guys score at these whew, extremely high levels. And then again, uh, everybody knows how critical I've been of the cop and comfort contracts, but you combine those two guys together, you're paying $8 million to shut down your opponent's top line. Um, when everything's working the way it's supposed to. And that's, that's not a bad thing. Maybe taking two goals off the board every game. Um, I mean, again, those guys are in a position to succeed. If that's what that line's there for right now, perfection. So maybe a lot of this too is like, yes, we added guys, but Malone's doing a hell of a coaching job. And that, uh, that Jack Adams, is that a bowl? Could that bowl fit on his bald head? I, I don't know <laughs> what the Jack Adams looks like. Um, the, uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on is we had a few more comments come in, um, you know, as far as, you know, opportunities coming in and clap sauce. I don't think we've ever had clap, clap sauce, sauce. before. Clap sauce maybe has been on before. Maybe it's been a minute, but well, welcome back. Um, he's just throwing in there about the, the zebras trying to hand the game over to Seattle. Yeah. Um, and I think to an extent, you know, that uh, it was a hot whistle. Um, but, you know, I think our five on five play probably could have been a little bit better. Um, I think when that's a little bit better, then you don't, you know, accept yourself to getting penalties called against you. Um, so, I mean, I think what's encouraging is sometimes it felt like when the Red Wings had a little hot burst of, you know, like of victories in the past couple of years. I don't, I don't know if I want to use the word luck, but maybe it was just like everything was like clicking at the exact same time. Like, Timely goaltending. The defense is doing well, and we managed to get a few goals in. Oh, man. Or but how about, like... Talking we... about, like, this season. Yeah. You know, you mentioned it, that, you know, our offense is clicking. Defense, a lot to work on. <coughs> <laughs> My voice is gone. Um, you know, the goaltending definitely leaving a lot to be desired. So it's not like this team is clicking on all cylinders. It's just one facet. And we're doing so well. No, you're right. I mean, the conversations used to be for us, like... Well, eventually, you know, Nedeljkovic and Huso are going to be shutting teams out night after night and pulling these goals saved above expected that are leading the league. You know, like that was our old conversation. And that always feels like when you're winning games that way, it doesn't feel like, you know, pure goalie dominance is the most relaxing way or fun, a fun way. You know what? I, I don't, I, I, you, as a Red Wings fan or as a hockey fan, you're just not carrying yourself with a ton of confidence because that puck can bounce so many different ways and get past the goalie. But there's <laughs> something about watching these games and just hoping like, Oh man, like that's a four, you know, we got a, we got a double minor coming up. We could get two power play goals right here and legit, not just thinking like, Oh good. We're on the man advantage. It's like, Oh, sweet. Like get that first, you know, get that first power play unit out there. Let's put one in and oh. see if we can get a second one. Like that's, that's fun. That's amazing. <laughs> we, have, we haven't had that sort of the thought process for seven years. I know. Um, 
And real quick, Jared thrown out there. Um, where did that comment go? Um, I'm sorry to wonder if it's just Matt and Mike on a video call right now because Matt forgot to hit broadcast. <laughs> uh, but also pointing out because he does throw, he's pretty good at throwing ribs out there. Uh, just realized the page hit 900 subscribers. That made my heart like drop, but I was like, wait, we've had questions <laughs> going back and forth. Like, yeah, no, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We've earned these 900 subscribers. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Nice no, thanks like for everybody coming aboard. <laughs> I, I, uh, I didn't know if I wanted to mention it cause it felt like I was asking for like more subscribers on like Twitter. Like, Hey, thanks for 900. I guess. This is more appropriate. I am happier to say it on the YouTube channel, but you guys are the best. So you guys are already here. Um, I hate, I don't know. I'm trying to get away from like the marketing side of this podcast. I just want to talk to you guys and just talk hockey and just bullshit. I, I hate, oh my God, do I hate like the <laughs> brown nosing on Twitter or X or whatever and all that bullshit. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I just love when you talk about hockey, duh, 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 and it's like, God, give it a rest. Like, can we just fucking talk hockey for a minute? Um, Sorry. That's what I want to be for you guys. So let's uh, <laughs> okay. just want to throw that out. There. Um, there's some uh, some Robbie Fabry ribs out there, too. Um, and Jared, I'm sharing I'm sharing like three Jared's in a row because he made me laugh because uh, it's it's uh, been noted pretty frequently. Poor Chewy. Um, God is not a fan of Chewy. I don't know why he keeps doing all these awful things. Making him sick all the time. Uh, got the defibrillator healing pretty fast, which is great news. Plugging away. Um, and Jared saying, Chewy, you spend less time on injured reserve than Fabry does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's probably a joke of the episode. Thank you, Jared. <laughs> Chewy, I I've been on IR for nine years. Yep, Fabry still, still got some catching got... up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chewy, we love you, man. I hope I hope you're doing okay, bud. Um, oh man, for sure. But, but um, um, should we do some business and then? Uh, yeah, it's we'll a good call. Right yeah. yeah, the uh, NFL season's going strong, Mike. I don't know if uh, you know DraftKings does uh, some fantasy football. I don't know if you've checked our fantasy football standings recently, but uh, somebody's catching up. Anyways, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook is one place to do all that fantasy work. Uh, or I'm sorry, DraftKings you could do. <laughs> fantasy work the sports book you could just go in and bet on sports you don't have to play these silly games with picking players and whatnot no just go in there and say you're picking the lions to uh give give the lions a plus 40 against the ravens get in there and customize your bet <laughs> How about the raiders no because we lost to the ravens and oh i see i said a I plus see. 40 yeah all right anyway yeah. yeah, the Lions are on Monday Night Football. Anyway, uh, bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200. Uh, DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game this October. Uh, discuss an upcoming game. All right, we did that. All right, uh, get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. 
gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. In Connecticut, help is available for problem for problems gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino and resort licensee partner golden nugget lake charles 21 and up varies by jurisdiction void in ontario uh bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see sportsbook.draftkings dot com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources oh my god whoo guys just go bet on DraftKings if you're gonna bet you got you got money from us go do it all right thank you wow um there was a that was a great time Matt that's I think that's everybody's <laughs> favorite part of the episode um. <laughs> I was going to throw a performance art out here who not only was he telling us that he was in Venice, he brought up the same humble brag again to remind us he is in Venice, Italy. Um, so performance art, very happy for you. And Chewy, we are so glad you're here. And I'm very happy to know you as a friend and a person. Um, and Blake breaking some awful news, Matt, we get Reimer tomorrow. I he's mean, he's been good. He's got, he's got like a nine sixty-seven save percentage. You, I know you don't want to see him. I'm I'm gonna wear the pride tape tomorrow. I'm I'm going pride tape. Um, <laughs> you know which what? can we talk that, about that real? NHL. Yeah, it's the NHL, NHL dumbest fucking league on the planet. Like we'll talk about this. Uh, so I have the video up now to talk about how you know terrible their officiating is. Like pro pride gestures there are by giant corporations. Like they don't give uh, a fuck. They just want to sell a oh. T-shirt with a rainbow on it. And all the NHL had to do is go, yeah, we'll make money off of this. We'll exploit this as well. And they're like, nope, not today. How about well, there's a huge uh, 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 uproar of people going against it. Okay, we'll take it back. It's just, what a poorly managed league. I I don't know if you caught this, but um, all right. So I, I forget who, who, who did Pride Tape, who, the NHL player. Maybe I can look this up or you guys can throw it in the chat um so the nhl put gets this situation put in front of them after they ban pride tape um somebody uses it and it's like okay travis, are you, uh dermot, dermot yeah Dermot. yeah dermot um oh. travis uses it and now it's like okay we said it's banned so now we have to punish him and I, clearly, like, they were going back and forth and like, oh, my God, we can't actually punish a guy <laughs> for putting pride tape on his stick and just speaking to a cause, just like we did last year when Reimer was like, I'm going to speak to my cause and not wear it. And they were yeah. like, good for you. Speak your, oh, yeah, speak your says truth. They should, they should ban straight tape. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now, the only I mean, there's so many problems with this, but maybe my yeah. my top one is that this just becomes like you, you like you were saying, but this just becomes this bullshit of a PR move where the NHL is like patting themselves on the back for reversing their, their decision, decision to ban yeah. pride tape that didn't even go with their dumb decision last year to let people just speak their mind, like do whatever you I yeah, haven't sure. seen a company this like openly stupid since the WWE. <laughs> 
when they were like, you know what? It's time we gave women's wrestling a chance. You were the ones holding it down. <laughs> fucking idiots. You were the we ones it. booking the matches. Like we've we finally let women break <sighs> through. What a dumb message. Anyway. So continuing the idiocy of the NHL. Yeah. Uh Mike, we got this one last night. Uh I don't know if you can see that video, but uh Olimata. He's got a wide open net. He's oh, gonna he... rip one. Why not? Right? Why not? That's why not throw do. that sucker in the back of the net? Oh, because the Seattle Kraken threw their stick and Mata couldn't get the shot off. By the way, um, the uh, <coughs> if you haven't seen it yet, the Mickey Redmond work here on the teleprompter. There's the ref right there. How do you not see that? <laughs> it was such a great, uh, you know, head on almost, over to our. Almost as egregious as that blown call was Osgood trying to kind of support it or be like empathize with the referee be like oh well you know from that angle maybe he thought he dropped it or you know i it was such a you know political play on his part to see like you know they're not gonna fire old man mickey at this point so when he's done i'll get the job because i'm doing a diplomatic approach to this announcing game so i was, I was pretty disappointed in ozzy and, and i'll say this I, I have zero rants, really, about this screwing us over last night. Because it is, it is pretty cool that we still came back and, like, made it 4-3. to three. We we screwed up in overtime, but we how many posts did we hit? And it's just like, okay, shoot, this just... That part of the game, it stinks. But it was a fun game to watch. I thought I got more of the type of hockey that I'm excited to watch here with this, with this team. Debrinkit and Larkin just going off. I didn't really hate this game. I am just so fucking tired of this bullshit of these leagues. And I know there's groups of folks that will watch the NHL. They definitely watch major league baseball. And there, there's just, there's too many people that will not let go of the bullshit tradition of <laughs> officiating. There's gotta be something here to make these fixes. Cause this is just too fucking dumb. If, if Ozzy's argument and he could be right. Fozzie's argument is just about the missed call. Then what the fuck are we even doing with this bullshit? Why why are we playing this game? We're doing like officiating theater. Like it's it's sports theater here. You have to have a guy wearing zebra stripes out on the ice. You have to have an ump behind the catcher in baseball. You got to have those assholes throwing yellow flags. Uh could it be more theater to take a flag and, oh, I got to throw it to say there's a penalty instead of just blowing your fucking whistle and penalty? You don't have to say anything to the camera. Ball moves back. Done. Like, that's sport. No, it's a huge fucking theater show. And yes, we love entertainment. But this just there's there's so much wrong. And how about how about the the number one, the peak of the mountain, Mike? Fucking traveling in basketball. Oh, my God. And I, um, I can't tell you what's worse, because I think everyone and their mother who's never even seen a hockey game knows not to like you can't throw your stick like this should this could should not be missed. But just in all of these sports of all the shit that all these official officials get wrong and maybe the. Maybe the traveling is is the incorrect one to bring up for basketball, because really that happens on every single 
<laughs> possession. Yeah, I mean, you could do like uh, holding on an offensive lineman or, you know, pass interference. And um, no, I, I think just <clears throat> this idea that they feel like the league is going to collapse into itself if we dare to criticize the referees or ask that they do better. That's what it is. Like there, there isn't really accountability. Like this guy, maybe he'll get coached. Um, maybe he'll get to referee like one less playoff game, something like that. Um, but I mean, it's like, we can't even review a terrible missed call. Cause it's like, it's, that's not an option. You know what I mean? You, you can, you know, uh, review a, you know, a goal going in, you know, whether or not it made it, you know, before a millisecond, but you know, God forbid we, we go, Hey, you, you completely missed this call. Can we please throw like a challenge flag or something on the, on the ice? Right. Um, it's not I mean, an option because these guys, they don't, they're not allowed to be like scrutinized because <laughs> it's because for some reason they're like the, the, you know, repre representation of the league as a whole. So they don't want it to look like, you know, uh, they're, you know, open to criticism. It's, 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 it's wild. That's, and that's why I labeled it as like theater, right? Like they're, they're like, this is some, this is a part of the show and it, it's just, I mean, we've benefited from it. It feels like, you know, probably every sports fan base feels this. It doesn't it feels make like me we've feel been good when we benefit more... from it. It's yeah. It'll be moments when <clears throat> I'm a I'm a baseball nerd. There's still a few of us out there, guys. You're on a hockey podcast, so you know about nuanced sports fandom. Um, <laughs> and I watched uh, my beloved Ronald Acuna, who's an excellent baseball player, uh, strike out on three balls way outside. That's just how that's, you know, in the, in the, you know, that that's the core of baseball is that it's, you know, we allow human error to dictate it when it could be better. Yeah. I, I mean, the, I follow an Instagram account that basically just rags on Angel Hernandez and it's like, how, no, no, we're not supposed to like make him this character in this game. And I granted the, the Instagram, I don't have a problem with like they're highlighting like this guy's fucking blows. But like you'll watch a broadcast and they'll they'll show in the broadcast like this is how many misses Angels has had this year. And it's like, ah, but that. It shouldn't be a goddamn thing. It, it shouldn't there. And I don't want to get into like the sports betting aspect of it, but that's too much control in one person's hands for a game that I don't need it ever. And I, I don't know, I guess this is a plea for a couple of things. It's just like, we can't, we can't let this be about the game, like be about this specific game. I'm looking at my screen up here of the highlight. Yeah. We can't let this be like, make us angry about the game. We have to make, we have to be angry at the league. We have to be angry at the actual game of hockey uh, and, and the, the way the NHL has mutilated it. That's what has to make you angry. And that's that's where if we God, if we keep complaining, I feel like we're we're gonna do something because we used to not have challenges and now we have <clears throat> challenges. Like that's not perfect either. Don't get me wrong. I know nobody likes the five minute offside reviews. Yeah. But I mean, god damn it. They're they're giving us this new analytics system through the NHL where they track all their fucking skate bursts. 
This guy, had, oh, this guy had 20 skate bursts in this game. Fucking gives a fuck. Get this goddamn <laughs> call right. And I like you have all this technology to measure guys' skate bursts and to measure how hard they can hit the puck. I don't give a flying fuck. Get these goddamn calls right. They're so easy. And there's just it's just a hand raiser. Just like, hey, um, that wasn't the right call. And then you fix it. I think in minor league baseball, they have a new system. I don't I don't know how low this is in minor leagues, but I, I saw it on Instagram where ball and strike call. Yeah. They're, the, they're automating that. They're yes, they're trying to get yeah. a robot to do it. Um, exactly. So you can challenge it and it, it, they have it five seconds. Yeah, I mean, they're evolving some of these rules, right? Where when uh, I think basketball started doing it too, where uh, mm -hmm. they're finally going to get rid of uh, flapping. Mm -hmm. There's Ooh. a new flap uh, penalty where you give up um, free throws. And it's really funny that they have to, to like define um, the second time we're going to use this word theater. They have mm -hmm. to basically define what does it mean to flop. So you have to like judge how far back the players uh, body goes after a contact is made if their arms are kind of going about you know in kind of an exaggerated manner um but yeah i mean it just means that you know there can be change there are small changes um god damn I it just, blake i would just like this one to be uh at least recorded and noted you know especially because you know the score was what five to four yesterday so yeah. nine nine shots really mattered um this could have been a positive one for the wings and one less goal for Seattle. And that's a game. So it seems like a small thing, but it's like, it's a microcosm of a bigger issue that you're not allowed to, you know, really scrutinize these referees and have them, you know, kind of right. answer for what happened or at least, you know, find a way to, God, I don't even know how we would set it up in hockey. You'd have to almost do it like soccer with like extra minutes in that period to like, actually, we're going to go back and, you know, I know we could do like a a, a penalty shot or a, a penalty, but it's like that kind of wide open opportunity is gone now. I, you know, I don't even think <laughs> it would be the worst thing in the world to copy the most popular sport on earth. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think we all know, like Blake's throwing out there, mistakes make hockey great. I honestly do not believe that in any way, Blake. I, I think I watch hockey for the speed, the shooting. Yes, I do like the hitting. I do not. I, I don't see a ref fuck up a call and I'm like, oh, God. Like I don't look, I don't look across the room at Mike and I'm just like, that's fucking great miss call right there. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I know it sounds like I'm coming in my pants right now but i'm just, just i oh my god so i'm, I'm almost lost mentally right now yeah, yeah exactly uh but a name we haven't heard a lot from a con a con a crunchy um got a couple yeah where's it um, well he threw oh, in there it doesn't matter that, that uh, nhl might, already uh followed up too. the nhl might look at that situation for a rule change in the future yeah that's the important part at least kind of getting some communication that they're like we would like this to not be recurring I, this, is, I, this is fixable it is challenge right okay now we go back how when they come up with all these rules for challenges why do we always wait until it happens this is why the the league is so broken there's no conversation about like 
well, what else could happen? That guy's thrown out of the room. They're like, we have five minutes to make this decision. Do we want to challenge it or not? And there's no like, oh, uh, what if, you know, blankety blank happens? What Should we look at these other things that uh, are also in the rule book? What if what if these rules need to be challenged? And it's just like, well, we haven't seen that happen in like 10 years. So why would it matter? <laughs> just like, you know, the conversation is like, well, a ref's not going to miss if a guy throws a stick. Like, we don't need to worry about that being challengeable. Like, it's just. That's that's. That's I mean, just it's, more it's one, evidence of how yeah, broken this play, league is. No, it's one play in one game, but maybe we can kind of look at silver lining of this where we actually give a hoot because, you know, our team looks like they could actually do something, you know, with these wins. So, you know, this is one that it'd be, it would have been nice to have two points instead of just the one point. Bike says, keep hockey human, please. It is human. Just the humans made the rules and they don't know how to they don't know how to judge them. No, I mean, yeah, Jim I, throws out there blown call should be reviewable. I mean, let's it doesn't mean you don't like you remove the complete like human experience. Like I still back up my own car, but you know, there's a camera now in my trunk, so I can see if there's you know animals or small children back there. Yeah, you know, I think that that's an improvement on what I can physically see out the back of my car. So, just saying. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, not the end of the world. It's just kind of a bummer because this team's doing so well. It would have been cool to get both points. But um, do we have a teaser at all for? I know, I know, we didn't even get into your slides, Matt, that you actually put effort into. But uh, um, well, Jared asked about this earlier. I have a couple takes on this um that the nhl uh voted to decentralize the draft so does that wait what does that mean like they wouldn't have representatives all in the same room uh they wouldn't so just like in the nfl like you know they you, you see that video of like dan campbell celebrating when they draft jameer gibbs yeah that's they'll they'll be there steve chris draper make another draft pick that doesn't make the roster, you know, in three years, they'll make those decisions in Detroit. Um, instead of just being on the floor in an arena. Um, so Jared asked earlier, you know, what do we think about that? I have a very cold take on this, Mike. Basically the NHL and the GMs have decided they're going to be like every other league and do the draft at home. I, I mean, that's fine. I, I think the most fascinating thing for me is something we'll never get to see. I, you know, I do like seeing the cameras, you know, when the picks are made, but it would have been really cool to get some audio right before the picks are made. So we could kind of hear some of the discussion about who we're picking, why we're picking. Oh my God, this guy's still available you know or listening to like a live trade negotiation on the phone so could you, i mean could if, you if imagine just... like a trade not going through and steve's just like oh, fuck all right simon edvinson i guess <laughs> <laughs> um so that that part is appealing to me so if that gets us one step closer <laughs> to being a fly on the wall not your scenario if it, it gets us one step closer to 
hearing live trade negotiations or like, you know, a couple of scouts kind of trying to, you know, sweet talk Steve into picking player X or player Y. Um, I'm here for that. Yeah, I my thing is people have, have mentioned like the remote draft took like eight hours uh, when they did it during COVID, which that's bad process, bad management internally. Every other league can manage to get that right. <laughs> I, I I don't know if that's on the fact that it's centralized or decentralized, but um, my cold take is I don't give. Oh man, I don't. I don't fart. Give a fuck. Fart. <laughs> yeah, I I'm fine with it. Like, do do whatever if it make like one of the reasons that was thrown out there is like planning. Uh, for signing restricted free agents, getting ready for free agency uh, can be better structured if they're not worried about traveling as well, which I think is pretty weak sauce for complaining, but it, it's a legit, I, you know what I mean? Like it's weak from like the perspective of like, well, come on, just pull up your bootstraps and get it done. But also why not? Like just give them, just, they could do it from home. Like I also would love to be remote at all times at my job so yeah if they want to be remote let them be remote all right go for it guys i um you know i've i've never watched the draft and and gotten all warm and fuzzy because 12 red wings go up on the stage and hand a jersey to nate danielson for him to just like stare angrily at the camera like that what did we do (laughs) that's we just made fun of him and who yeah. knows how that changes when, you know, he goes up there and shakes head with just Gary Bettman or something. I don't know. But um, like, that's not going to go away, right? Like, they're still going to copy the NFL and have all the kids in a room. And then they have to go up there and get a hat and jersey from, you know, Gary. But I don't know. It never really was that special to me that uh, Steve was up there. I, it's fine. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm good. Um, cool. Do we have anything have? for uh, our teaser for the Jets? Uh, nope. Just this cool picture. <laughs> oh, we never talked about this. Like <laughs> flying over the boards. No, is this is the... uh, uh, Rasmussen and and Kachuk going at it, and just oh yeah 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 okay. I mean I mean this was this was important for like this team where we're trying to you know, figure out like, oh, is this team for real or are they sus? And uh, this this is a huge piece of evidence for me. This is something that stands out as like, we we knocked, we knocked Kachuk's teeth in literally and destroyed them in that game. In a game you absolutely had to win and it was in Ottawa. By the way, check out Lalone, like trying to look over Rasmussen's I wanna see. shoulder. I Get him. <laughs> um, this is yeah, this is a huge moment. I uh, I also want to talk about too. like uh, we were talking earlier about Sprong's goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't really get a lot of opportunity to talk about what we've seen from like Debrinket and Larkin and like scoring like hockey goals. You know, and how great that feels to not just have these guys leading in points. And it's just like, ah, well, you know, they've had a couple of good ones bounce off their feet and go in like it's been legit like the it's like no team me up i'm gonna grip it and rip it and this is going in the back of the net especially that power play goal um last night but uh just a couple of light things to touch on is more evidence i think to be 
excited about this team. And like when we were two weeks ago talking about like, um, certainly the Lions let us down this past Sunday, but there's still enough there. I'm not really like worried about the Lions playoff chances. Like the Red Wings have done a lot. And think about how many games have the Lions played and we have to like make assessments. Oh, yeah, you know, just seven. Yeah. So we're at the same amount of games. I, you, Mike, you can make the argument. The, the Wings have almost been through seven games comparing those two teams that the Red Wings had a better start. Um, the Wings have either dominated or been right there in all of their games. They have I feel not... like the Lions have had moments where, and, you know, Lions have obviously played a larger percentage of what's left of their season. Uh, and the Lions have had games where they clicked on all cylinders, where, you know, their pass rush was working, offensive line was working. Um, running the ball, you know, play action working. It's kind of cool that for the Red Wings, like we, you know, harped on earlier, oh, they haven't quite clicked on all cylinders yet. They've just been scoring goals. So it'll be nice if uh, Lalone could kind of figure out a way to tighten up that defense a little bit and uh, see if Matt's favorite goalie tomorrow, Reimer, can, uh, you know, put up a donut or maybe just, you know, one goal or something. How much does Reimer hate? Travis Dermott. <laughs> I can't. Um, oh, good call by Dan. Like we do have, um, you know, our game coming up tomorrow. Uh, Dan calling out there. Saturday's game at Boston will be a huge measuring stick. That is going to be fun. I what's the what's the time on that? Is that going to be like a nice fun, like matinee? Seven o'clock. All right. Well, no worries. Five one and one Red Wings. Hopefully six one and one against. Uh, Undefeated Bruins in Boston. Yeah, we got we got that. No problem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that one's gonna be trouble. I uh, I'm a little scared of Boston right now. I I feel sad because I did exactly what I did last year and said Boston was gonna have a slow start and um, they're not and that's scary and they're getting depth scoring now. It's like fuck. <laughs> I think Pavel, was it Zaka or Zacha? Zaka scored last night. Oh, gotcha. I was just like, damn it. <sighs> I just can't find a clean way to pull this up. So I'll just have to bring it up in the next episode. Um, but we are at just about an hour here. Um, I was trying to see if we had any other little nuggets. Um, no, I mean, just, I, you know. I just really am I'm so encouraged because again, this is this is a fun product right now. Um, it is so uh, dependent on the power play, scoring at ridiculous ratios, and the Red Wings averaging five goals a game. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just really encouraged to watch more and more of this product, Matt. Um, and it still feels like we have you know moves to make. So you know we could still bundle a few guys. We still got room in that that cap sheet. This isn't I, over. This isn't I, over. I fought with myself to bring up the Patrick Kane conversation where we're on the top three teams left bidding for Patrick Kane. Uh, and they said he wants to make a decision in early November. So I fought with myself to talk about that today. And then I also fought with the, you know, like when do we start talking 
which is silly, right? We shouldn't. We're not going to talk trade deadline stuff, but we could talk like the concept of it and how close we are and how it's like, all right, these things have to go right. Do, do we wait till we get through, what, 10 games? Get through an eighth of the season? We should probably wait till January. <laughs> <laughs> um, we want to wait till January. We're still in a pretty good spot. Like, think about like how good this team looks right now. And if we could add another guy to that second line, I I mean, we're really in that conversation right now. If this team consistently keeps up with where we're at right now, For, it's like first line figured out. Good. Done. It's like the top line of the league. <laughs> it really is. I've, I've dubbed it the, prr, the perfection line. Cause, cause of the cat. We we got it, man. No, uh, no, you guys. I I was um so I was a purring, um, to bring it, you know, cat, you know, like meow. Those are the last three letters. I feel like uh, it's in his like name. Thursday, at like eleven thirty at night in Pacapudo. Yeah, I don't know if you heard. You know, I did a sound like a kitty cat. You know, <laughs> they'll they'll purr, get in your lap, and everybody loves a good cat. You know, I like this to bring cat. Go ahead, call 971 ticket and go to yep. commercial. Back Caputo here with Randy the Macho Man. My favorite Man. thing is when he says we're going to commercial. Wow. You missed my... I was making fun of your impression. You just sounded like the Macho <laughs> Man. Pet, oh, Back Caputo here. Yeah. Back Caputo's Dream. ready. Yeah. Rises to the top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, um, have you checked out... Have you checked out Dudesy yet? No. The Will Sasso podcast. Oh my oh, god! Oh, I did watch those clips. They were pretty fun. There, he is so good. He still got it. He seems a little depressed. So I would go watch it and support him so that he can have some money. He's certainly not done anything to like. The Jesse the body Ventura when he's talking about the <laughs> oh ding dong awards. Yeah, uh huh. Ding dong. <laughs> I can't. I can't even come close. Um. Yeah, guys, go listen to other podcasts. Just kidding. All right, I think we got to wrap up. Um, we have we're, we're running out of stuff to talk about. We've got a whole season to talk about trade deadline, and you know and we'll be hopefully... uh, we'll be in person uh, tomorrow. Anybody else going to that Winnipeg game? Say hi, and uh, I'm sure Matt will be live tweeting it for everyone. Uh, to a point, when I'm at the game, it's hard. Um, but yeah, um, oh, we didn't even talk about Frozen Frenzy. Did you watch any of that? I did a little bit. I was Tuesday's D and D. I'm sorry, we played D and D uh, yesterday. I my laptop like burned out. I got a warning on my hard drive. Like I had the frozen frenzy going, the wings going, and then I also yeah. was like taking screenshots of the wings game. Yeah, I I got the notification like your hard drive is malfunctioning, and my laptop's just going like like blowing the fan at two hundred percent. I. Yeah. Apparently, I can't do it. Uh, I don't have a strong enough. Uh, I don't have a strong enough system here to watch a Red Wings game plus Frozen Frenzy. So I got to figure something out by February. I think that's the next one. But um, I, I would grade it as a. It's uh, the idea is an A. I think the <coughs> execution on it gets like a C plus because I don't know who likes him. Bouchagras is, is. I don't want to discourage. I just don't want to discourage his creativity. I thought this was a cool idea. 
It is. Like the NHL's idea uh, definitely at the back of the line when it comes to something cool. Wait. Oh, we everybody's go okay, come on, everyone. We're gonna be cool now. Yeah. What would it like it for the NBA? What would the frozen frenzy look like? Just every shot, just <laughs> changing every second. We got another bucket. <laughs> like uh, that's something March Madness does, right? Well, they'll have games every 15 minutes. Yeah. So the NBA tried to do that a little bit, and then they're also going to start doing a mid-season tournament. Well, not just the 15 minutes, but they they would cut to goals like like NFL red zone. Like if a team gets in the red zone, yeah, see if they score a touchdown. I'm just saying if they did a if they bucket for bucket. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they could probably do it and trade it off into crunch time. Um, but... The bucket bonanza as opposed yeah. to the frozen frenzy. All right. That's a good one to end on. <laughs> yeah. All Our right. Best joke of the episode. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for coming along. guys. <laughs> Uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week. I think uh, I think our schedules are free again. Yeah, and I think my voice will be better next week. Go Wings! Go Wings! Go Spare! Playoffs! Man, what Bobby. if we lose four games between now and next Wednesday and we It'll just be get a radically different episode next week? Can you yeah. imagine? Oh, man. All right, let's see what happens, guys. Can you imagine if it's like the past five years? <laughs> Ho, ho, ho.